Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Kia ora and good morning. It is just after 8am on this Tuesday, the 17th of August, and you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. And we're into our last hour on the show. We've had a couple of great hours. Harry Simeo, who gave us all the rap from the English Premier League week one and just dived into how poor Arsenal have been, and that hurt him because he's an Arsenal man through and through. And then he chatted about Izzy's Man United side who are 5-1 up in their first game. Well, they went 5-1 up in their first game and now sit at the top of the table after week one. And what about my Spurs getting up over Man City? How good was that? Then we had Shane Warne, the great Shane Warne. And, well, he had us both mesmerised with his chat around, um, well, mainly tactics around cricket and and playing aggressively, and, and he made mention of the big three in the world game, which is Kane Williamson, Barack Coley, and Steve Smith. In the words of Shane Warne, it was great to speak to him, and we had a ripping time just chewing the fat with him. We also tried to just get a little message across to John Hart that all three of us are willing and available for the New Zealand Open, so feel free to give us a call, Hardy, because <laughs> we're just waiting for that moment to fill in our calendars. Please, John Hart. Anyway, we've got Adam Blair coming up very very soon as well, is he? And he's going to chat to us about the Warriors who are just off to a, well, they're on a three-game winning streak and maybe, just maybe, are a chance of making the finals. I think he'll actually provide <clears throat> a bit more hope than uh, Tony Kemp provided yesterday about the Warriors and their chances and actually pump their tyres up instead of deflating them, that poor kid. It plays halfback for them <laughs> at the moment. We'll have to chat to Blairy, mate. He's online at the moment. You got us, Beza. Yeah, yep, it is. Yeah, he is online. We're just going to keep him there for one sec. Sorry, Adam. Uh, now it's time for the next stop on our Rebel Sport. Top 25 moments from the last 25 years. For Rebel Sport, celebrating 25 years of helping Kiwis find their win. It's New Zealand's top 25 sporting moments from the last 25 years. Number 10. Now for Benji Marshall. Slater urgently across the ground, hangs out his right hand. Rugby League miracle, coached by Stephen Kearney, assistant coach Wayne Bennett, and the skipper Nathan Kalis. 
it was a rugby league miracle in 2008 when a strong and spirited Kiwi side stood up to the Kangaroos and gave it to them. A man who was right in the thick of it, a young Melvin Stillman Ford at the time, nowadays an analyst. We're going to get on to talk to Warriors at some point with this man, Adam Blair. But, geez, Adam, it must feel good. 13 years ago. Uh, morning, brothers. Yeah, uh, yeah. just listening to the, that, that playback there, it's um, some pretty cool memories. Um, I was a young 24-year-old, I think three years into my NRL career, and an opportunity to play for my country in a World Cup where backs against the wall, no one gave us any hope. But then, you know, a week of uh, just belief and understanding that we can do it up, up against a quality Australian team, uh, you know, it just it all fell into place on the day. And I, I don't know, I, I felt from the from the moment of day one on the Monday that, um, you know, we were in this game and uh, we were going to go out there and do our best. And we just believed in each other that day. And that, that's what it, all it took. It was just a, a, a focus of believing in each other and believing that we can win the game. And that's, and that's how it ended up. Hey, Blair, bro, I was reliving that moment this morning. I had to have a rewatch of it. And... Uh, are you able to put yourself back in that moment and share with us the the, the kind of you know the way the game went and what when was the defining moment that kind of made you feel like you boys could probably win this World Cup? Oh, bro, Izzy, to, to be honest, um, you know it was mostly the captain's run. Hey, eh? we 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 uh, boys rock up with these crazy ass haircuts. We've all had this. We've had this week of just <laughs> we're just gonna go out there and just believe in everything we've done. We've all watched the last of the Mohegans and a couple of our boys like that and I was like, Holy, holy, these fellas are gonna go out there and kill somebody. That's how like that's how what it, they look like. And you know, from the moment of the first kickoff, I think we had Sam Rapida, one of the young boys from the Warriors back then, mate, he had this haircut that was just off this planet and from the moment he kicked the ball and he received it, I was thinking holy, he's just gonna run straight through people and I just felt it and I just started from that moment of a kickoff that, geez, we're, we're going to get it to the Aussies and we're going to do whatever it can to beat them. And, you know, the haircut said it all uh, for us. You know, I think Isaac Luke had this random when they had the old, um, the lines, you know, the lines for your head. He had all these zigzags <laughs> going on. I'm like, geez, we're, we're, we're in for something here, boys. So that, I, for me, bro, if I go back into those, that was kind of the feeling I got from the kickoff that we were going to be in it. I think throughout the game, I didn't feel like we were going to lose the game. You know, in moments in moments in games that just kind of gave us that opportunity, uh, I guess the Billy Slater moment. There was one where um, I think we got a break and the ball was knocked down. Dave Farlongo picks the ball up, runs the length. And even then, you know, you think, oh, there's a bit of luck going our way here and that could have gone either way. But we get those things. You know, I ended up scoring a try, but I honestly thought it was a knock-on. I just scooped the ball up one hand and put it down <laughs> casually, thinking, oh, they're just going to go back and take it off us, you know what I mean? So there's all these little moments yeah. in the game where it just fell into place for us. And those are the kind of things that when I reflect back on it, I, I, I visualise those moments and I kind of knew from, like I said, the the um, captain's run that these, these guys are ready to go out there and do the damage. Well, I was going to ask you about that little meat pie that you got in that game. And you actually had no haircut. You just had Goldilocks, a little afro going on. Yeah, bro, throughout my career, I've either had long, long afro hair or just all off, number one, all over. And I've never really gone to the barber. I've just done it myself, you know. So I go for a three-year period, long hair, and then I get up to a time I go, oh, I'm over it, cut it all off, start again. So throughout my career, you'll see the old change of hairstyles. It hasn't, the hairstyles have changed. It's just the cut either short or long or in between. So, um, yeah, that, that, that try, like I said before, boys, it was um, 
had an opportunist try. I just was on the other side of the field jogging around, and then I seen the ball bounce, scooped it off one hand, casually put it down, and thinking, ah, that's not going to be a try. Scored a try, and then they gave it to me. And I was like, yeah, that's mean in a World Cup. So, yeah, they so, so scored, scored a pretty casual try. Oh, brilliant. Rabs Warren called that, that performance from you guys in 2008. Um, he called it a miracle. But hearing you talk as well, Adam, you guys had that self-belief about you. So it didn't surprise you that you had that performance. Do you think, what about this current Kiwi side? Do you think that they can rise to the levels that you guys were able to achieve? I reckon talent-wise, uh, the Kiwi boys at the moment are so much better than what we were. We had some, some good old heads that just knew how to get the job done, eh? But again, you've got to have a good mix of young and old and some guys in the middle. At the moment, we've got some guys on the on the end, coming to the end of their career, not right, right at the end, but the, the Melbourne Storm boys that come through a nice, good system that knows what know, that know what it takes, that knows what it looks like. And then we've got some young kids coming through with all this energy and excitement just to go out there and play footy. I think with today's day and age with the game that's been played now, it's quite fast. We're playing with momentum. So we've got kids there that can jump on the back of that and ride this. And so... Quality, we've got quality at the moment with all our Kiwi boys, and most of the boys are playing in finals footy at the moment. We're trying to get a spot into the eight, which is which is great for New Zealand Rugby League because back then, uh, to be honest, it was, you know, if you played well, you were going to be in, in the Kiwis. Then there wasn't too much uh, depth behind us. So at the moment, there's actually some people challenging each other to get into that position, which is what you need when you're coming to to test match to, to, to playing for your country. You want people pushing each other. You don't want your spot guaranteed, and you shouldn't think it's guaranteed because you need to work hard for it. Hey, bro, I just want to, sorry to go back to that uh, 2008, but I want to talk about Kearney, Bennett, and Nathan Kalis. We've spoken a lot of it this morning about leadership, how important it is in, in, in teams uh, going forward. Can you talk, tell us what were they were like in, in that 2008 World Cup and how influential were they in, like for a young fellow like you, 24 years old? Oh, but uh, to be honest, I was just head down by my and I just didn't want to make a mistake and didn't want to do anything wrong throughout the whole uh, the, the World Cup year. I just I was grateful to be there and I wanted to grab that opportunity. Uh, Nate Kalis was at his coming to the back end. I think the World Cup was his last year of rugby league. So with for him and the things that they've done previously for the country, they wanted to to make the most of what whatever's left. Stephen Kearney's new into the role comes in. He, he, he wants New Zealand to do well. He's got the forefront of New Zealand Rugby League in his mind and wanted to make sure that we are successful whenever he's coaching the team. And then Wayne Bennett comes comes in throughout the camp, but we hear a lot more from Wayne in that last week of um, of the World Cup where we're coming up against Aussies. Uh, the good thing with Wayne, he wants to see Rugby League um, thrive and be better. Uh, no matter what country it is or what nation he, he's around, he wants it to be better as, as he's doing now with England. So... You know, and we didn't hear too much about Wayne during the during the, the tournament, but Wayne stepped up the last week, and Wayne spoke about the belief. Wayne spoke about New Zealand, the country. Um, Wayne spoke about the, the good players that the Aussies had. That you know, the Lockyers, the Thurstons, the Billy Slaters, the Cooper Cronks, uh, all those guys that were that were and some are going to be um, immortals of the game. So it was about believing that you know, and this is what Wayne instilled in us: believing that we could go out there and believing in ourselves that we can get a job done. And, and we had the country riding us to do that, eh? So that, that was the whole thing about those guys when it comes to leadership, is Nate just wanted to do New Zealand proud and wanted to leave a legacy for the next people to move forward. And, and Stephen Kearney was, was his first, you know, second, 
second year in and just wanted to, he had Rugby League of New Zealand putting us on the map. That's what it was. Me. Yeah, that's spot on answer and great question as well is because leadership structures and cultures has been a huge part of our show today. We had Shane Warne on earlier on. Now we have Adam Blair talking to us about the success of the 2008 Kiwis. Mate, I just want to um, just want to ask you, on the back of that, that uh, those comments around self-belief and, and around the environment, the, the current Warriors, they're now, they, would, they went seven in a row um, where they got beat. Now they're, well, their season was almost gone, and now they've found a way to steal themselves and put together three performances. Could they, just could they, find a way into the eight? Well, I'll tell you what, I, I get and I feel how our fans feel when you're watching the Warriors play eight. They're, you're on a roller coaster ride. You don't know what team's going to turn up, <laughs> whether they're going to win, whether they're going to lose. So I get that feeling now that I'm on the outside. I guess my job is to analyse the game and look at it at a different angle and give the fans that don't understand some of the parts that I've known from when I've been in there. So that's what my job is. So I, I do ride the highs and lows of them, and I do when I'm analysing the, uh, analyze the game going, oh, man, if they just did this, it's easy sitting back and telling, saying those things because you're not in the in the grind of the brothers. So it's easy for those things. Um, I, uh, as you said about Tony Kemp giving them no hope, there's always hope. There's always hope. If, if there's a... If there's a, a mathematical chance that they can make there, you've got to give them an opportunity and got to give them a chance. Yes, they've still got to win every single game moving forward. Whether they make it or not, it doesn't matter. If they win every single game and they don't make the eight, it gives them a platform to, for them to look forward to for the next year where they can go back and go, hey, guess what? We won seven games in a row. What did we do well there? And how can we do that better moving forward into next year? So it gives them a stepping stone. So I feel... I feel that we come up against the Broncos, who's coming into a bit of form as well themselves. A lot should have won the game against the Roosters. The, um, for mm. me, defensively, they've, they've stepped up again. They're, they're, they're aggressive. They're coming after teams, which is what you need to do in the NRL. And then they've got the Raiders and then hey, the bro, Titans you... in the shop. So those two... Sorry, bro. Sorry, brother. No, so you, those... you Sorry, I was just going <laughs> to... You can come back to me if you want. Um, and those two teams, we're, they're, they're above us and we've got to play them to get into the, to the eight. So, um, it's uh, yes, it's quite a, it's not a, a hard run home. And even if we do win all our games, um, I think with everything that's gone on in the terms of the last two years, uh, again, this year, people going home, um, you know, the crazy, crazy thing of COVID has been a pretty crazy time. But, um, you know, I feel that they're a top eight team when they're playing their best footy. Awesome. Sorry, sorry for interrupting there. I was just going to ask you about this um, going forward with the squad. Uh, Sean Johnson coming back, Harris DeVita, uh, Reese Walsh at the back. Where, where do you think the squad uh, recruiting-wise? Do we need any more someone else coming? Like I heard talks about Brandon Smith maybe. He'd be an absolute grab for us if we got him. Uh, well, he, he would be a, but uh, I guess there's uh, 15 other clubs that are keen on, on chasing <laughs> him as well as keeping him, you know what I mean? So, um, again... Bring him home, brother. In, yeah, well, <laughs> there it is. Um, I, I guess at the moment, Brandon Smith's in a good place and they're going places at the Melbourne Storm. And I guess when, you, when you're playing well and you're consistently winning, um, it brings confidence. You, you're happy with where you, your working environment. Uh, and you go out there and it shows on the field with what he's doing. But for us, I think, yeah, we definitely need... Uh, a running hooker. Um, we definitely mm. need, most probably, 
um, attacking centre, maybe, uh, attacking centre. So Pirahiki's not going to be there. I think Pirahiki's a footballer. He plays a bit of like a bit like that. So um, we're going to lose him next year. So uh, the talks of Joseph Manu, I know there's obviously talks about Rugby Union trying to get him. Mate, he's 24, maybe 25. So he's coming into the, the good time of his, his, his career and playing some really good football at the Roosters. But... Again, every other club's going to be chasing him. So those are the things. I know they're keen on trying to bring a young Dylan Brown back over at some stage. He's from he's from up Whangarei. So the Warriors have been trying to chase him for a while, but he's always been under contract. So there's there's, there's conversations around that. Um, so yeah, so a quality hooker and most probably a strike centre at the moment. To be honest, boys. Hey, beautiful. Oh, what a legend. We could talk to you all morning, Adam. <laughs> Thanks heaps, mate, for, yeah, for joining us on As Nizzy for Breakfast. And, and also talking us through the, the emotions of 2008 and what it meant to you and, and just taking us back to that time where the, the Kiwis were so dominant over the kangaroos as well. So thanks for joining us, Adam Blair, on As Nizzy for Breakfast. No worries, lads. Appreciate it. Legend, how good was that? Is he jeepers? I tell you, you're in yes. danger of becoming the NRL correspondent as well with your line of questioning. <laughs> That's how good you're going. No, you're you're no. a multi-talented sports reporter, I no, think. Don't start, Baz. I just love, I just love like the league. The the Warriors fans. I know you're a Warriors fan, but it's probably the most yeah. fascinating team in New Zealand at the moment because, like he said, the roller coaster of events when you support them, and we always want to do the want to see them do well and when they really do well man they're an unbelievable team to support they're so good at what they do but it's just the times that they they're not and i want to know why and and the things that go on <laughs> behind the doors that really you do i'm me. just a fan i'm on the warriors train come on the warriors kick home you can knock over <laughs> these last three make the make the eight and then who knows a miracle might happen anyway we have got to get off to a bit of a break now as well that was uh adam blair talking us through 2008 where the Kiwis surfed it up to the Kangaroos. That was a Rebel Sport top 25 moment from the last 25 years. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. It is 20 minutes past eight. And a big thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.